everybody what's up one and all Hawaiians everywhere near far and everywhere in between my name is Kalei Tukan welcome to my podcast the A Hawaiian podcast basically it's just me sharing my manao sharing my thoughts sharing my feelings and doing an open therapy session basically for myself to kind of get um, a lot of this anxiety off of me um, and I don't know, maybe you guys want to start your own podcast, who who knows, um, but for me, I enjoy this because I get to talk, I get to share, I get to just, whatever thoughts are on my mind, I can just put it out there and let it, you know, let it find its avenue, maybe it might help somebody else out, who knows, but basically in this podcast, it's just me talking, sharing my thoughts, uh, I haven't had a guest on yet, but maybe one day soon. Uh, for those of you who are coming back to listen to these episodes, I appreciate it. And um, yeah, let's get right to it. Okay, so we're going to start off right now with the Manao moment. And um, it starts off like this. So recently, my family and I, we were invited to this place called the Classic Fun Center. Basically, it's just a little uh, skating rink, in inside roller skating rink. Um, which is pretty cool because growing up in Hawaii, we didn't really have anything like that besides Ice Palace. So if any of you are from Oahu or from Hawaii and they know Ice Palace, this is kind of what it is here in Utah, but with no ice. It's just a roller skating rink. And to be honest, I think if somebody did that in Hawaii, it would do pretty well. Um, we've never had that before, so being able to come and uh, here into Utah territory and be able to experience this, it was so much fun. So anyways, we got invited to come to this indoor classic fun center, roller skate rink, whatever. And my kids loved it. They had such a blast. You know, we were, um, my girls were on scooters, except for my, my baby baby. Uh, my two oldest girls were on scooters, just pedaling themselves around. And they haven't quite reached the point where they can balance yet. So my oldest daughter was like trying to teach herself, trying to learn how to just scoot and lift her leg, scoot and lift her leg. My other daughter, my second child, um, was just like scoot, 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 right? So she's, she's doing that and they did it. I guess they don't, they've never seen me on skates before. I think my older daughter has, but my second child never has seen it. So I decided, okay, let me go get some roller skates. And let me tell you this, I cannot, I don't, I, the roller skates, I can't use. I just don't know how to use them. I've seen kids out there just cutting it up, doing all these like spin around moves, a heel toe move, whatever it's called. I don't know what the terminology is, but I'm just like, dang, man, these kids are, these kids are really good. And some guys are I don't understand what it is, but they it, you can tell there's people there that just have this ego of, I am the best inside roller rink skater there is. And they start busting out dance moves, and they have that cocky look on their face where you just want to, you know, you just want to trip them when they're, when they're skating, right? Anyways, there's a bunch of these people here, and I don't know if that's just a Utah thing where they kind of just eye out people, and they're just like biker boy style, like, look at me, I can do this, what can you do, one up me? Anyways, I'm seeing these guys. I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. I put those skates on and nearly bust my ass on the floor. Okay, so I almost, first of all, putting them on is kind of difficult for me. <laughs> 
then trying to stand up and, and walk, let alone skate. I tried to walk on them and scoop my legs like, like a little robot. And I nearly slipped and bust my ass. And there was a little kid behind me. So God knows what that kid saw. Probably saw like a, like a big ape falling back on them, you know. So they were definitely terrified. Thankfully, I didn't fall. I didn't bust my ass. I didn't break my arm because I know if I leaned back and I put my hand down, guarantee would have snapped my my arm for sure. So because I couldn't get my balance, and these are my and my girls are cheering me on, cheering me on. I'm like, you know what? Time to go old school. Time to do what I'm uh, what I used to do and get the inline skates. So that's exactly what I did. I got the skates on. Um, let me just tell you, weighing 330 pounds and trying to skate is rough, okay? Not only is it rough on my knees, my ankles and the sides of my feet were just like, we are not trained for this. We haven't done this in decades. Why are we doing this tonight? So I put these skates on. I start going around. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I can just feel it going boom, boom. Boom, the sides of my, my, my feet. It was like putting on brand new shoes is basically what it felt like. And then trying to balance my big ass on four blades on each side of my foot, it hurt. It hurt a lot. But the main thing was that I was actually having fun. Um, I got to push my daughters around on their scooters, enjoyed the time we had there. It was just, it was hilarious to just, um, to basically to see me, big body, come all the way down, and there's these two little skates that I'm riding on. So it was kind of weird, but fun. Overall, my kids enjoyed having me there. They enjoyed seeing me out there on the skating rink, riding around with them. Um, didn't bust out any moves or anything like that because uh, my knees are shaky as hell. And uh, I know that if I did slip and fall, that was it. I ain't getting up there. Probably would leave a dent in the ground, but for the most part, I had a blast. So my kids enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. My wife definitely enjoyed watching me skate. She was laughing and probably amused and amazed at the fact that I could actually do that because I was amused and amazed, but my feet were not happy. Going on, um, in this in this skating rink area, there's also a section where they have like arcade games. They have a huge indoor playground that kids can play on. And then they have this gigantic uh, bouncy area inflatable bouncy area kind of like a huge bouncy castle but it's not really a castle it's like obstacles or whatever basically it looks like a, a wipeout session but for kids you know that that tv show wipeout but for kids to play on right so my kids are going they went through the playground they had a ball there they go up and down the slides passing through things and then they played some of the arcade games had a ball there and then they go and decide okay let's go jump on the air Air, uh, this inflatable um, course, right? I'm like, okay, this is perfect. This is great. Let them run out their energy. And let them knock out when we go home, right? They start running, jumping. There's this little platform on there. So this is all inflatable, right? There's, they climb up this little platform to this little platform area and they jump off and they hit this, basically this soft pad and they roll out and they can do it again, right? Is this a Utah thing or is this like is this like a white person thing or is this like a stupid, you know, common sense thing that people are short on nowadays? What I'm asking is why are there older kids? So there's two sections to this thing, right? There's obviously the older kids section, which is probably like I would say 10 and up, 10 to 16 on this side, on the left-hand side. 
On the right-hand side is probably like nine till infantry, right? Like small. So like I'm saying, why is this, is this a Utah thing? Is this like a short common sense thing that, you know, nowadays people just don't know? Or is it the fact that parents don't know how to teach their kids to be considerate of other people? So this is what I'm saying. My daughter, my oldest daughter, jumps off the platform, hits the soft landing, and then this other kid literally jumps right behind her, almost lands on her, all right? And he thinks it's funny. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little does he know, Big Daddy here is watching. I look at this kid, he's all smiling, and I just stare his ass down. I said, yo, you, I like in my head, he knew already. I was making contact. I was doing my telepathic thing. I was busting out my Jean Grey doctor, doctor, Professor X status right here. My mutant powers were kicking in. I'm staring this kid down, telling him in my mind, you just messed up. Don't ever do that again. And he just like this happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. This little Holly boy. I don't know who he is. Don't know how old he is. But he's just looking around like, yeah, yeah. And he sees me. And I just keep staring at him. Big smile and all. He has this huge smile on his face. I'm looking at him right dead in the eye like this. And I'm over here panting, breathing hard. I look at him. And he just puts his head down and walks away. And in my and I don't care. And it wasn't just him. That's the thing. That's why I'm asking this question: Is it just a Utah thing? Is it parents not taking care, of, not teaching their kids consideration, or even freaking playground safety rules? Simple things, right? And these kid, these kids that have done this are older than my daughter. Another girl does the same thing. She's happy too. I don't care who you are, Professor X, right here. Slash the Hulk, slash the Beast. All these different characters in my head are coming out, and I'm staring down this little girl, just staring at her. And then I shook my head and said, No, don't do that. Because she almost hit my daughter, right? So you guys tell me, what would you guys do if that's what you saw? Would you stand up and say something, or would you be like me and just scare them by staring them down? That girl, too, got up. Definitely was happy at first and quickly turned her attitude to, I'm scared, I'm intimidated, and I'm taking off. And she did. And so <laughs> so that's why I'm asking, is this like, oh, what is this, okay? Because my kids know you wait until the platform is clear and then you can jump, okay? Because it's safety. It's all about being safe. And then on top of that, bigger kids, older kids started jumping off of the same platform that was meant for and intended for younger kids. So I don't know what's going on. Plus, I think I was the only parent there that was watching my kids besides my wife. And so I know, and trust me, you think I'm intimidating? When my wife is out there, she will tell you like it is. If she doesn't care who you are, how old you are, how young you are, if you're going to jump and you're going to hurt my daughter, any of our kids, boom, boom, Mama Bear is worse than Professor X. Let me tell you that. Let me tell you that. Mama Bear is a whole lot worse. So you guys are lucky you got me. I'm going to just put it out like that. <laughs> so anyways, the kids had fun. And then after they did some jumping, they're like, Dad, let's go back and let's do the scooter thing again. I'm like, okay, we can do that. Let's go. I'm over there. By this time, I'm like, I don't want to put my skates on again. Let them ride around a little bit um, and just have fun. And I just sit back, watch them, make sure they're you know going around in circles okay. Nothing bad is happening. And then all of a sudden... My number two child, she's like, oh, dad, I'm done. I'm tired. I said, baby, are you sure? Go around one more time. She's like, oh, 
okay, and then she's going around, going around, and I'm like, okay, maybe I should just follow her to keep her safe, right? Just to keep an eye on her and help her. And so she's like going, 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 and I'm over there, I'm holding her, and I'm scooting around, you know, just walking right behind her. When we come back to our starting point, this guy, and tell me this, is this a Utah thing? Is this a white person thing? Because this doesn't make any sense to me, okay? Check this out. We come back to our starting point. My daughter's like, oh, I'm tired, Dad. This homely guy comes up to me. Nice guy, don't know who he is, never met him, never introduced, don't know his name. And he goes, hey, um, and his daughter is right next to him, okay? Comes up to me, he's got skates on, he's like, hey, um, would it be okay if I, you know, I can... If I take your daughter, I can cradle her like this and I can just roll her around. That's what I used to do with my daughter. You know, would that be okay with you? And I'm looking like, oh, no. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, danger, stranger, danger, stranger, danger. And he just, because I've never been used to that. I've never had that happen to me before. So he comes up, asks me that question. I'm like, uh, sir, this is, this is, uh, you're freaking me out right now. And I said, basically, I kept my cool. I said, no, 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 she's tired. She's she's done for tonight, but thank you. He's like, yeah, I used to do that with my daughter and just hold her, cradle her in my arms and just ride around in the rink and she would enjoy it. And I'm like, no, it's okay. She's tired. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. And then he goes, okay, talofa. And I'm like, I get so frustrated. Okay, so I should have said something. I was, it gets under my skin. People. I am not Samoan. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Being Polynesian, whatever race you may be, whatever ethnicity you may be, whatever type of Polynesian you may be. Oh, it bugs me that people think that I'm Samoan. It bugs me that people think that I'm Tongan. I am Hawaiian. This podcast is called A Hawaiian. All right? Born and raised in the islands of Hawaii. I understand that people stereotype it's basically like saying, oh, it's basically being, ra- it's, it's racism, okay? It's, it's judging me and saying like, basically saying like all Latinos are Mexicans. Basically, that's what it is. It's saying that all Asians are Chinese. False, okay? We are a different race. Do not talk to me in a different language thinking you know what type of Polynesian I am. Okay, if you don't know, you don't know. Don't do that. Don't do that. White people, if you're listening, Holly people, if you're listening, anybody, if you're listening to this podcast, do not assume that the Polynesian you're next to is the Polynesian you think in your head. Okay, do not assume that I'm Samoan. Do not assume that I'm Tongan. Yes, I know some phrases from both sides, but I am Hawaiian. I identify, I identify as a Hawaiian man, okay? So not only did this guy piss me off by thinking that he could take my child and cradle him and cradle her and ride, you know, go on the skates and go around in the rink. Then he insults me by calling me Samoan when I'm not Samoan, okay? Does not qualify me to be a Samoan. People, just ask, okay? Just ask, hey, are you Polynesian? Yes. Okay, are, um, what Polynesian, what, what? Polynesian race do you identify as? Are you Hawaiian, Tongan, Samoan, Fijian, Micronesian, Malay, you know, whatever it may be. Tokilawan, whatever it may be. Please ask. I prefer you ask me before you judge me and put out a racial slur, not a racial slur, a racial phrase to me to think that I'm that type of person. Because when he said, okay, talofa, or even if he said ofa'atu, I would have been like, what? What? I was kind of upset, but 
I kind of stepped back on that too. I just let it go. I just had to breathe. I'm like, these are white people. They don't understand. These are white people. They don't understand. And now it's not to say that I understand what racism is, but I can understand this part that they are judging me before they even ask me. You know what I mean? It's like, like I said, it's like saying all Asians are Chinese. It's all Asians know Kung Fu. It's a stereotype. It's not real. That's slightly racist. Okay, so for all you people out there, listen to what I'm saying. We all don't like that, okay? I personally don't like that. I don't know what you guys prefer, but I personally hate the fact that people talk to me in Tongan. You know, they I, they think that I'm Tongan. Even they think that I'm Samoan. I am Hawaiian. I, I am a Hawaiian male. So please, don't do that anymore. And on top of that, please don't ask anybody to borrow their kid to ride around. Who the hell do you think you are, Okay. I've never grown up that way. I think that's a Utah thing. I don't understand it. I don't get it. People just come like, oh, look at this baby. Oh, so cute. Like, okay, first of all, you ain't coming up to me. I don't know who you are. And you ain't going to grab my kid. It's just plain and simple, okay? And my kid's not someone, okay? Let's just put it that way. Let's. Just... So that's kind of what we experienced. That's kind of what I experienced. At the end of the night, though, my kids had fun. Everything was resolved and my kids knocked out smooth sailing so <laughs> i guess in the end it the 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 good outweighed the bad let's put it that way the good outweighed the bad i don't know if the kids that i scared and intimidated went home and had nightmares i hope they did i hope they learned their lesson but that's what i just don't understand the lifestyle living here is way different from back in hawaii and so if you guys know the answers let me know okay let me know so that's kind of what we had <laughs> that's what we had going on um <clears throat> Oh, man, what, what a crazy experience. Hoo-wee. All right, now that that's done, let's get on to my next part of the podcast called It's News to Me. All right, so I saw this article, and I just couldn't stop laughing about it, but it goes like this. Um, in Louisiana, sorry, in LSU, Students there at the cafeteria were enjoying their day, having a good time, having a ball, getting their lunch, and all of a sudden, they were surprised by a native intruder, okay? This native intruder happens to be a raccoon. That's right, Rocket Raccoon ended up jumping in on the cafeteria. People were scattered all over the place, shocked by the fact that he just happened to join in on the meal. Um, He... And uh, they later found out that he fell through the ceiling, landed in the cafeteria area. Everyone freaked out. Of course, kids started breaking out their phones, doing social media, making posts, taking pictures, all that fun stuff. Because Rocket Raccoon took them by surprise. Okay. Um, Eventually, eventually after some time went by, in the article it says that um, Animal Rescue or whatever came was able to escort Rocket Raccoon out the door and handed back into the native forest. So <laughs> so the students of LSU, Louisiana, were able to get back to their normal day routines, but they had something exciting to talk about. And to me, I, I wanted to talk about this because I've experienced it, okay? Growing up in the islands, we, we don't know what raccoons look like, okay? We never had raccoons growing up. The only thing we had close to a raccoon was a mongoose. Ricky Tiki Tavi Ricky Tiki was the only thing we were used to growing up in Hawaii. And I remember one time 
my brother, my younger brother, ended up sprinting home, screaming his head off. I've never seen my dad move faster. He jumped up. My brother came in the house. Ah! Ah! My dad jumped up to his feet. He's like, what's up? They're getting me. He's going to get me. My dad opened the door, looked outside, and was just like, but didn't see anybody. He was eyeing out. He was eyeing out nothing, but he was ready to fight. <clears throat> and he's just yelling, leave my kid alone. Leave him alone. And then all of a sudden, he goes back to my younger brother. He goes, what the hell happened? He goes, the mongoose chased me. My dad's like, you got to be freaking kidding me. <laughs> Anyways, that's all we had to experience. We never had raccoons growing up. Mongoose were the only thing. And so, um, when we came here to Utah, I never thought I would encounter a raccoon. But I have. Twice. The first time we did it, we... The first time we did it, the first time we I encountered a raccoon was we were living in an apartment. My family and I are grabbing groceries. Um, my, you know, my wife is carrying my my two kids, um, and we're trying to come up to our apartment on the third floor. And I'm walking ahead of them, and I see this raccoon, and I'm like, "Wow!" And the raccoon gets up, takes off. The raccoon was literally sleeping by our door. Um, I guess trying to stay warm or whatever. But I scared it enough. It ran, and it it left thankfully because you know raccoons if you don't know what a raccoon looks like or if you've never experienced being a rac around a raccoon the raccoon when you look at them cartoons screw it up okay cartoons and 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 cartoons especially rocket raccoon from guardians of the galaxy make it look like oh they're cuddly they're cool they're you know they're cool pets miko from pocahontas this isn't the real thing okay they are not cool they carry a lot of diseases they're basically a giant rat okay they're a giant rat the size of a cat like a full fat alley cat that's what it looks like okay and raccoons to me they look like that cousin in your family that you just you know they're, they're slick they get away with a lot of crap that you know that you when you were growing up that stuff didn't fly this is the type of this is what a raccoon looks like to me okay they look like that cousin that you just want to punch in the face because there's no way, no way growing up that you would get away with the stuff that this raccoon does, okay, this slick dude does. And you're just like, what the hell, okay? Every raccoon, every time you look at them in the face, there's that split second where you're like, what the hell is this creature doing here? And that raccoon looks like he's already got three, three, he's like your little cousin that you, you know, your little cousin that you just want to beat up in the family because he gets away with everything. He's already got three excuses lined up. I call him the, the D3, First, they're going to be deaf, play dumb, or they're going to dig out, okay? So sometimes, you know what I mean? Your cousin, you might be, hey, hey, your auntie, your uncle, your dad, your mom, whatever. is like, hey, hey, boy, hey, boy. And he's just playing deaf, like, oh, I don't hear nothing. I don't hear nothing. Then when he gets in trouble, he starts playing dumb, like, oh, what? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know what that is. Or if he's like, hey, he looks at you and takes off, digs out. Everybody has that cousin in the family, and this is what a raccoon looks like to me. There's always that one cousin, the one cousin that you're like, God damn it, I can't believe he got away with it again. So we did that, and thankfully we had the we had the raccoon that digs out. Hallelujah. Because I don't know what I would do. I think I would freak out if that thing just stood up and and they have fingers, they have thumbs. Imagine a rat the size of a fat alley cat. Being able to grab your face, not scratch your face, grab it and hold it. These things can cr can crawl, they can climb, they dig through trash, they do all these things, but they can also grab your face. That 
would freak me out. Okay. So here's some here's a, a quick little description of what they've got as far as diseases is concerned. They have multiple infections and diseases that can easily be transferred to humans and other animals. First is rabies, which can cause fever, headache, excessive salivation, muscle spasms, paralysis, and mental confusion. Bayless ask eris, which is a raccoon roundworm. Disgusting. Um, Giardiasis, which is a beaver fever. Basically, it's a parasite. uh, Causes diarrhea, um, fatigue, cramps, belching gas. um, And some people have no symptoms from that. Leptosplerosis. Uh, it's a bacterial infection, causes high fever, headache, bleeding, muscle pain, chills, red eyes, and vomiting. Um, spread through the urine of an infected host. Okay. So basically, raccoons carry all these things. And like Olaf said in Frozen 2, water has memory. So basically, if this, thing, this thing's been drinking or eating its own piss, water has memory. The water that makes up you and me has passed through at least four humans and or animals before us crazy all right last thing on the agenda i just wanted to talk about this something that came up on social media it's been going around with ukraine and russia so i kind of took a look at these two boxing championship brothers who are standing up for their country and putting their lives on the line to protect the freedoms that they have and i thought it was amazing so i wanted to to reach out uh, to share this Okay, so there are two brothers, former champions in their own right uh, for boxing. Um, they are called the Klitschko brothers, Vitali and, uh, forgive me if I'm saying these names wrong, Vitali and Vladimir Klitschko. So if you don't know who they are, here we go. Vladimir Klitschko is a Ukrainian former professional boxer who competed from 1996 to 2017. He held the World Heavyweight Championship twice. Um, one of the best heavyweights of all time. Check out this stat. He is six foot six. He's a gold medalist in 1996 Olympics. He's had 69 fights, 64 wins, and 53 by knockout. Whew. The net worth is around $90 million. Okay. His other brother, his older brother, Vitaly Klitschko, is also a professional championship boxer. His stats is six foot seven, gold medalist boxer um, in the Olympics, forty-seven fights, forty-five wins, forty-one by KO. Net worth estimated at eighty million dollars. And by the way, he's also the mayor of a little place called Kyiv or Kyiv, K Y V I V. Check this out. Both of them are PhD holders, according to this article. Um, thus, they have the nicknames Dr. Steelhammer, which is for Vladimir, and Dr. Iron Fist for Vitaly. Uh, they were raised in a military home and bounced around from place to place and had to fight off bullies early in their lives. And both, check this out, because of the money they make, both of them could have lived their elegant lives with their family because they had enough money to basically live off of that for the rest of their lives and they didn't have to take care of their countrymen or stand up but they decided you know what i'm going to fight russia they are not going to take my country from me and if we have to prove that military wise then we will do that and to add to that current professional boxer tyson fury stats 
six foot nine, 278 to 280 pounds. He's the world heavyweight championship boxer, estimated 80 million to 120 million. This guy, who's not related to the Klitschko's, I don't believe, stated in social media press, hey, I'm also going to step in. If they're going to fight, I'm going to fight too. I'm going to be there to defend England if they ever come, if Russia ever decides to invade England. Tyson Fury said he, along with his father and his boys, his close friends and family, I'm guessing, will definitely enroll and uh, enlist in the military to protect their home. And for me, I'm just like, man, that's crazy. Okay, because I don't know if I could do that. I guess I think no, I would. If they came and they started to, you know, if they started to press on my household, my family, then yes, I would. And there's always that same. There's always that saying like, uh, I don't know. I'm paraphrasing it, but. Um, oh, I think Tyson Fury said, said it best. He said something along the lines of fight and protect your country, love your women. Something like that. Protect your, fight for your country and love your women. That, and that's, that's amazing. And to me, I'm like, these boxers are, are good, good men. The fact that they could live a, a healthy life, a happy life. They could stay away from all this drama, all this war that's been going on and tormenting our world. But they decided, no, they're going to come. We're going to defend and we're going to do everything we can to keep our home safe, our countrymen safe. That's exactly what we want to do. And I commend them for it. So I figured I'd share this with you guys, let you guys know that, hey, don't put yourselves down. You know, if you're ready to defend your country, do it. And even if you're making millions here in the U.S., you still have an obligation to to protect your country in some sort of way, some sort of fashion. Maybe you don't go and join the military, but maybe you can help other ways. Like you can help bring resources to the military. You can help, you know, provide aid some sort of way. Doing our part to defend our country is a very, very noble thing, no matter where you're from, no matter, you know, what race you may be. I believe it's an honorable thing to do. Okay. Anyways, that's pretty much it. Let's get to the last section. And here we go. We got thought bucket, thought, thought bucket. This is your first time joining me in for this. These are basically random thoughts that I have that I like to pull out of this bucket and then talk about and share about here on the podcast. Um, But if you guys have questions, like I always say, go ahead, look me up on social media, Kalei2K, just search me up. Look for my uh, posts and then um, ask me questions if you guys want to know anything about me or what, you know, certain topics you want me to, to talk about. Okay, here is the question. What was your upbringing like being an, being, oh, okay, this is not just for me, but it's for everybody. What was your upbringing like being the middle child um, with or with siblings and with siblings? Um, life for me growing up, I guess that should have been a long topic, but life for me growing up wasn't too bad, uh, was rough, you know, I grew up on the west side of Oahu, uh, we didn't have much, I do have two brothers, um, you know, and like boys growing up, we fight, we argue, uh, did a lot of sports, tried to make a name for myself, you know, because we grew up in the neighborhood where everybody kind of knew everybody, uh, we knew our neighbors, our neighbors knew us. Uh, the elementary school next to us knew who we were. Um, and so when I would go to school and a lot of the teachers were like, oh, you're so-and-so's brother, aren't you? It kind of would get under my skin. So I really tried to branch out and be myself instead of be under this shadow. So I ended up going to um, Kamehameha schools on Oahu. 
And then graduated from there, did my own thing, played sports, did whatever. Tried to be myself in, in um, tried to be who I am instead of be underneath my brother's shadow, which isn't bad. You know, sometimes it's a good thing. But I love my brothers. Um, and my dad passed away when I was in high school. Uh, love and miss him. Um, but I was raised kind of in, kind of like learning how to be independent a lot. Uh, learning how to be on my own, learning to let things go. Um, maybe I need therapy now as an adult because a lot of the things that I thought were okay aren't okay. But anyways, I, I can't say that I hated growing up the way I did because it made me who I am today. So that part I am thankful for. And growing up with siblings, um, like I said, it takes time uh, to, I guess, as an adult, you kind of realize that you guys are all individual people. Some things click, some things don't. But learning to eventually adjust so that you can keep that relationship. So I'm working on that too. So I'm imperfect, but I enjoy my life. I enjoyed growing up the way I did. Uh, love and miss my father. And yeah, it wasn't too bad. I can't say it was. I can't say it was like living in the dirt, dirt like certain countries and certain people did. So I am thankful for the things I do have, and um, I look forward to. What, how I grew up, I don't want my kids to grow up that way. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to give the best life I can give to my own kids. But anyways, that's pretty much it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, go ahead and find me on all social media platforms. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, search Kalei2K. And then, uh, yeah, keep updated posts. I, I, like, I try to post about my podcast. And yes, I'm on Spotify as well trying to figure out how to do other platforms we'll get to that when that happens but anyways that's pretty much it for today thank you guys for tuning in hope you guys have a great week drive safe out there be safe and uh remember spread aloha not hate all right hawaiians take it easy aloha